Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a, another episode of Running on Scuffs. I am your currently one and only host, uh, Justin Seeger. Uh, this is a very interesting episode, uh, considering that we literally just a few moments ago got done with the Coca-Cola 600. Uh, so we're going to be kind of live All right, and we've got our uh, our good friend Dan Foster with us. Uh, apparently, I had a little bit of mic issue right there, so we're already off to a great start. Dan, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Just finished up the Coke 600, man. Uh, what a what a long race. It's been a long day for me already. Um, but yeah, it was it was a good finish. I'm I'm glad to see uh, see the winner that we had. Yeah, uh, like I was uh, trying to say in my uh, my introduction here before my my mic just decided to. To quit there um we literally just got done a few minutes ago with uh with the coke 600 so uh tonight is going to be a little bit of a different episode be kind of a just to hang out of course we know we have the xfinity race still to to wrap up uh at some point uh right after this on fs2 if you're not watching that be sure to tune in uh, we certainly will be once they get back going here but really cool to see ryan blaney get a his first win uh, in over a season, 59 race winless streak snapped for him. Uh, Dan, th this got to be a really cool, like a, a really, like obviously any win, when you get a 59 race winless streak, any race would be cool to break that winless streak. But the Coke 600 has got to be a pretty special one to do it at. Yeah, I mean, there's only a few races that we consider crown jewels in NASCAR. Um, obviously, the, the Daytona 500, the Southern 500, the Coke 600, um, and some people considered the Bristol night race. Um, but obviously the Brickyard was one before we switched over to the road course. But I mean, anytime you get a win there, especially when you're breaking a long, uh, winless drought. Um, I mean, that's, that, that's a, a moment to celebrate. I know like I, I briefly got to see a bit of his, um, his interview, uh, there, the finish line after the, after the race. Um, and I mean, it looked like to me, he was tearing up a bit. I mean, that just shows you the emotion that this race carries, the, the you know the the meaning behind this race specifically um and you know to have it on a on a, on a weekend where you know we're celebrating and and you know being thankful for those who uh you know pay the ultimate sacrifice um I, I just think that just adds to so much weight to it and and you know to have such a big spotlight i mean that that that's just a lot in itself and much less to break a uh over a season winless streak yeah, really, really cool for him. I, I think you're uh, you're right. Of course, we know as as fans, we watch every week. We know that Ryan Blaney has had the speed. He's a talented driver. We knew that he could win a race. But part of it in his uh, in his interview there at the end, he said, "You know, you get this such a long winless streak, and you start to doubt yourself." Mm -hmm. um, so it is really, really big, and we. We see what, and you know, obviously, I use my own my own experience as a Truex fan. Uh, what this, what I believe this is going to do for Ryan Blaney in the coming weeks is going to be outstanding, because I mean, you look, Truex gets that win at Dover, and all of a sudden he's running top fives, you know, consistently. This is going to do for Ryan Blaney in the coming weeks is going to and, be outstanding, uh, because I mean, you look, and I can hear myself on the 
Sorry, I'm trying to share this on my phone on my oh, face. Okay, <laughs> I forgot Again, my volume was on. I don't think I've ever heard myself speak before on <laughs> until I watch it back. Like I, yeah, when I watch it back. But, um, but that was interesting. But yeah, I think I mean, you look at what what this does for drivers when you finally prove to yourself that you can win again. Uh, Logan Morris, a good friend of ours, he commented, said, uh, you can see the pressure being lifted off of him. You can. Um, yeah. It's you're actually seeing that. Uh, that weight being lifted off of him, that he can do this, he can still win races. And again, we always knew that, but obviously it's a, it's a little bit different when you can finally prove it to yourself. So really good for him. Uh, <clears throat> another interesting fact to that. Uh, this is the first time, of course, Roger Penske has won multiple Indianapolis 500s and multiple Coke 600s now, but never has he done it in the same year until now. We saw Joseph Newgarden get the his first ever Indy 500 win on Sunday, and of course, Brian Blaney getting the 600 win tonight. <clears throat> so, uh, Dan, we had a uh, we were expecting to have a lot of racing on Sunday. We weren't expecting to have as much racing tonight. Of course, we knew the forecast wasn't looking great for Sunday. How much more special is a Memorial Day race weekend on Memorial Day? I mean, I, I personally like where they all race on Sunday, and you watch basically. You wake up in the morning, you watch Monaco, um, you eat a small breakfast in between that and the Indy Five Hundred. And then you know you get a, you get a couple hours in between to get a good heavy meal in to kind of sit down and watch the the Coke 600. But uh, I have to say, like I, I had some projects to finish up this morning, so I didn't get to see any of the Xfinity first part of it. Um, I kind of pretty much came inside and wrapped up what I was doing outside right as I started the the 600 today. Um, but it was kind of kind of enjoyable, I, I, you know, because normally Memorial Day you're just kind of hanging out. Maybe you're having a couple drinks, eating some hamburgers and hot dogs, stuff like that. But I feel like it like gave us something else to do today. It gave us that extra option of, hey, maybe I don't want to go to the beach and get fried to a crisp, or you know, go to go to the lake and hang out with the friends on the boat. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a cool uh, alternative. I don't think I want to do it every year. Maybe move the Xfinity race um or something like that to, to a monday but i don't i don't really like the the moving it every year but it, w it was a, a cool little alternative for the for the one-time deal yeah it was cool to see for for a day i was uh, you said it gave me something to do today i was uh you know being off work that <clears throat> not a whole lot to a lot to do on memorial day so really cool to see uh, some racing, and we're not done with racing tonight. We still have the rest of the Xfinity race to get in. Uh, we'll be watching that. Uh, you know, I, I've got my my TV set up here. That's why I keep looking up that general. Direction. That's why I keep looking this way because my TV's right there. <laughs> yeah, my, you know. So if you see us looking up <laughs> off into space, so we're we're actually trying to do our job. If there's a if there's a big wreck or something, I promise you, we'll both we'll, we'll both both hush uh, for a second, just look. How many? I. I... <laughs> Logan, buddy, I appreciate you uh, you giving us a view on, on multiple platforms, but I'm seeing one on Facebook and one on YouTube. But uh, he says some of us are moving on to next week. Tough day for his team. It Legacy <sighs> Motor Club could not win. Uh, could could they could not win for losing? No, uh, as they like to say. But I I I know a lot of a lot of times me and Logan we disagree on uh, almost everything, including the color of the sky sometimes. Um, but. 
I really felt bad for him today just because within the course of three laps, all three cars from his team were in the garage. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, like, thankfully, I really don't have a, a one specific team that I root for. You know, I do have a throwback Dell Jr. hat on tonight, but um, I, I I really felt bad because I, I know he, he's a legacy motorsports or legacy motor club fan of obviously um Zach uh, Williams that is on here with us sometimes. He's a huge Hendrick fan. You're a Truex fan. Uh, Mike's a, a, a Harvick fan. And anytime I see like those specific drivers, like gets kind of taken out. I know I get bummed for you guys. Although sometimes I, you know, rub it in some of y'all's faces. Um, <laughs> mostly when Zach's Denny Hamlin wrecks out like today. But um, no, I, I I legitimately felt bad for Logan today. And and I, and I do want to apologize, Logan. You know, because a lot of times I I uh, give you some flack. But I, I I was a little bummed for you, bud. <laughs> it, uh, what a way to take out your frustration, buddy. <laughs> it's better than breaking. It's better than breaking a PlayStation controller. I've done that a few times. Oh. On, uh, I don't know <laughs> if I have necessarily on races, but other times where I've been frustrated, it's been uh so. Uh, yeah, that uh, you mentioned Denny Hamlin. We do have a have an incident we've got to talk about. There's a few. We saw a few cautions in, in, in race run-ins, but none quite as prominent as uh, Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott. And considering that neither Zach Bell nor Zach Williams is here tonight, we actually might get a pretty objective look on, <laughs> on things here. Um, but, no, I just – I don't know about you, Dan. I, I I don't have anything against Chase Elliott uh, personally. I think he's a good guy. He's a great driver, but – I think this looks very similar to Las Vegas last year where Bubba Wallace did this to Kyle Larson. Um, he got squeezed a little bit into the fence. I don't believe it was intentional on Denny's part. He just got tied off the corner and squeezed him a little bit. Um, and then Chase Elliott just came down and retaliated uh, by right hooking him into the wall. Um, Austin Piercy's commenting says, love the hat, Dan. Uh that's one of my have, old co-workers. Everybody's got to love the uh, the throwback Dale Jr. That's right, uh, especially with and, the national and, it, and it's patriotic. Like, yeah, especially on. the National Guard on on Memorial Day. That's that's really cool. And and I got my you know Mickey Mouse. Got all my favorites together tonight. You're just you're just right <laughs> on it, yeah. But um, but yeah, I think this Chase Elliott and Denny Hamlin incident. My personal opinion, and Logan, I, I see you comment. I agree. I think the the punishment should be the exact same. I think Chase Elliott should be suspended for a week, uh, just as Bubba Wallace was, because in my opinion, it looks to be the roughly the same incident. Um, Dan, what are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know we're all in a group chat with someone who highly, highly supports Chase Elliott and not and saying that he did not intentionally wreck. Denny Hamlin. Um, but I personally am under the same, you know, in, impression you are. Um, he straightened it up and then turned left. And I mean, that's all intents and purposes right there. So um, I, I agree. I think it should be a one week suspension. And and I'm I've been a fan of Chase Elliott in the past as far as like, you know, just overall being a supporter of him. Um, but I just don't see this being anything that you can really show evidence to prove otherwise. And unfortunately, uh, and in the eyes of the fans and most of the people I saw on Twitter, including um, major sports journalists and major uh, members of the NASCAR community, yeah, it seemed 
uh, that it was intentional and it should be a one week suspension, just like it was for Bubba Wallace. Um, thankfully, there was no major injuries, um, just like, you know, with the Bubba Wallace incident last year. Kyle Larson seriously could have been injured in that. Same as Christopher Bell. Um, but thankfully with this one, it was just kind of a two car incident. Brad Keselowski was there, but really didn't have any, any damage or any issues with it. So, um, I think set him for a week, bring, uh, Josh Berry back up for a week and, and go on about the season. Yeah. I, I don't see any reason why they shouldn't do that. I mean, if, you know, and it's simply for, for safety purposes, right? I mean, it's, you know, you're setting, uh, you're sending them. If you're NASCAR, you're sending a message to what could have happened in, in that scenario. I get it, Chase Elliott. If I'm, as far as I'm concerned, Chase Elliott had every right to be frustrated with Denny Hamlin, whether it was intentional or not. He did get squeezed into the wall, and you know, I'm sure Chase was not happy about that, as there were a lot of moves on track tonight that people weren't happy about. But to go down and someone into the outside wall. We've seen it before. Zach Bell's mentioned it. I've mentioned it. You've mentioned it. You know, there's just really no place in the sport for that, simply for the safety implications that it could have. Um, and I, I, I know um, Dell Jr., I believe, mentioned it on Twitter, but I don't really see any or haven't seen any other people really commenting on it. But if you go back to the lap before their incident, um, when I want to say they, they had a McDowell getting into somebody, I don't remember who it was, but Denny and Chase had gotten in, into each other. And that same little replay clip that they showed of the other two cars getting together and that same clip in the back of it, you can, you can see where Chase and, uh, Denny were getting into each other. So it's not like it was just a one, one incident specifically where the, he, he got him in the wall off of turn four. It seemed like it may have been an ongoing thing for a lap or two building up to that moment and, chase kind of retaliating yeah for sure uh one thing one other little uh incident i wanted to mention during uh of course uh, we couldn't seem to get through this race without some sort of a rain delay of course we got postponed uh from from yesterday to today running the coke 600 um but there was a, a bit of a rain delay as well uh in the middle of stage two and during that uh, that red flag, uh, Eric Almarola and Bubba Wallace were caught having a bit of a scuffle as well. And I want to point out uh, his team owner, Tony Stewart, who was in the booth today, said uh, somebody had to make Eric pretty angry because, uh, and I, I think we kind of see this more often than not, Eric Almarola is typically one of the more uh, even-tempered guys back in the, in the garage. He's not one to get upset. So... Uh, we might get a little bit more insight into what that was about, um, perhaps, maybe not. I know that while I was watching the the coverage a few minutes ago, they did uh, replay uh, that incident, so we'll see what happened there. Uh, we should be getting pretty close, I think, to having an Xfinity uh, start. i got to keep an eye on when it's time for me to flip over from Fox to FS2. Oh, I'm already on FS2. Once the race is over... Listen, I heard the interviews I need to hear. Let's go. Let's go to the next race. <laughs> so I'll let you know when it pops up. Right now it's on commercial, but it uh, says at the bottom, coming up next, NASCAR Xfinity Series at Charlotte. So when it comes right up, I'll now, let you know. Uh, right now Fox is on commercial, and I believe it may or may not be on the local news right now. So <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's about that time, isn't it? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's quite possible. But, but uh, 
one other thing that uh, I want to point out just off the top of my head, you know, you mentioned Josh Berry. Uh, we did have a little piece of news come out. Uh, uh, the athletic Jordan Bianchi from the athletic reported it. Uh, it seems that Stuart Haas racing and Josh Berry are finalizing a deal that would see him uh, take over the four car for Kevin Harvick in 2024, uh, giving Josh Berry a full-time cup ride. An official announcement on that is expected in the coming weeks. Uh, we don't have anything official yet, but sources are saying that that's uh, pretty much a done deal. So, I mean, Josh Berry's proven it. He's proven that he deserves it. I mean, you look at what he's done uh, in the nine, uh, in the 48, I think he's proven, and perhaps in the nine this next weekend at Gateway, <laughs> if uh, if Chase Elliott does in fact get that suspension, um, I think it's pretty pretty apparent with the way these cars go. Um, well, Zach, I, I just want to <laughs> look at your comment. Chase would have to have a podcast uh, to to be dumb enough to go on and, and admit it. But, uh, yeah, our, our producer, Zach Williams, he's he's not here uh, on, on the show, but he's here in spirit and he's here commenting. Um, look, Zach, you, he might not be dumb enough to do that, but he was dumb enough to, to right hook a guy in the wall. So, and I, I love the fact with Denny going and pulling the receipts, he went and found <laughs> the data from the car, the telemetry. It was like, boom, let's screenshot this and put it to Twitter. Like, I, I he turned off comments for it, though. He, 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 turned, did. he did. He didn't want, <laughs> he but, didn't, he didn't want the, the NASCAR Twitterverse coming at him for, for that. He didn't want Zach Williams coming after him for that one. That part. That <laughs> Sorry, I keep but checking make anyways. sure it's not on there yet. It's still showing the USFL. USFL. Uh, oh. Zach Williams. Oh, boy. Where's Zach Bell when we need him? <laughs> Should we, you know, We maybe... need to have a Zach versus Zach night. <laughs> we need to have a, have a, you know, I know uh, for 2023, WrestleMania has already come and gone. But for next year, maybe set up a wrestling ring and we can just let the two Zachs go at it. For I got room in the backyard. I just need the wrestling ring. Let's go. <laughs> we can set up a trampoline, like a like. That's how a lot of backyard. Yeah. Backyard people do. Zach, uh, uh, you're in the comments. Uh, Zach Williams, are you are you agreeing to a match with Zach Bell? We have to have consent. <laughs> we have the uh, Dan's backyard wrestling commissioner here, uh, looking to to get your approval, and, I, and we'll reach out to uh, Zach Bell for approval as well. Unfortunately, I didn't include that into uh, into the running on Scuffs contracts. If I'd have thought about it, <laughs> it at the time, I, I would have put a clause in this contract. You agree to impromptu wrestling matches. <laughs> I, sure, we'll throw the goats on the trampoline with y'all because Max likes to head. I could be lumber. Anyways. We could do like a lumberjack Max and lumberjack match and have the goats as like surrounding it. Max definitely loves the headbutt, so just have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah, this is uh, this has been a, okay. So I just found out it's not the local news. This is, I believe, Hell's Kitchen uh, is on with because I just see Gordon Ramsay. 
Hang on, let me switch over to my Fox channel because you're in a different area than I am. Yep, it says on now Gordon Ramsay's Fox Food Stars. Oh, Food Stars, yeah. So, yeah, it should. This USFL needs to go away. First of all, it's yeah, Birmingham and New Orleans. Nobody cares about either one of those teams. Hey, if uh, if you want to consider the USFL as a uh, as like a professional sport, then uh, the Birmingham Stallions is like the closest professional team to me. So that that is true. That is true, and they are winning right now. I believe Zach Williams. Zach Williams said uh, races on FS2 at nine thirty. So nine minutes. Uh, okay. So we're we're not too far off from that. So. Um, we're not going to stay on the, uh, the whole time, uh, for the Xfinity race. We are going to stay on for our kind of, our normal allotment of, of time. But, uh, once this Xfinity race gets back going, we are going to give a little bit of commentary. So that'll be, a that'll be kind of fun just to show off here. In the meantime, I suppose the Birmingham, this has to be a rerun. There's no way it's still sunny out in Birmingham. That's what I was thinking. I was like, how in the world is this live? <laughs> this, this has to be a oh yeah it says repeat okay all right so uh this is from week seven of the usfl action both teams were tied at four and two on the on the season so far i don't know when this game was originally played let me see if it'll tell me more information nope okay so maybe maybe like a saturday or a sunday I I couldn't do commentary enough on football. I I enjoy watching it, but I couldn't talk about it enough to be a commentary person on there. Well, uh, take it from somebody who does scorekeeping on, you know, nine and ten year old baseball. I mean, you have some games that are like really close nail biters that you could commentate all day long, and then others that are just just rough to to sit through. So. I, I I get it. We um we're, we're we're pretty we're doing pretty good this season with the, with the volleyball team that me and my sister are coaching. Um, again, these girls are anywhere from six to ten years old. Some of them's never played volleyball, even hit a volleyball in their life. But we've only lost one game, and the ones that we've won, we've dominated fairly easy. So we play the the one team we lost to again this weekend. So we want to tie it up, make it one one between us. That way, we're leading the league into the tournament the following weekend. So. That's the plan. What is what is like a championship style format like in volleyball? Like, so there's four teams in our our age group, um, and it's just at the local YMCA, so it's not like it's like a city city league or anything like that. Um, but basically, I'm assuming they'll have the top two teams play play one of each of the bottom two teams, and then you know, kind of like a little three game tournament. Um, but yeah, I mean, with the little kids, it's it's more just to go out there and learn and have fun. But um, I know like my nieces are playing on the on the older kids team, the U fourteen team or no U U seventeen, and uh, they're they're pretty legit. There's a couple of kids that haven't ever really played before, um, but there's you know some that play on like a different travel team. They go all over the southeast and do tournaments all over, and they're they're pretty legit players. Little interesting uh, background information on on YMCA volleyball there it's, <laughs> for the uh, for the Florida man, <clears throat> but let's see. We had uh, 
some other, I will say, uh, no one else chose the low-hanging fruit for F1 in Monaco. And because of that, I got the win in F1 in Monaco. <laughs> Listen, we gave you the low-hanging fruit. Although, I look, a win's I mean, a win no matter how you get <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. We we have Max Verstappen getting the win. And what is that? His third win already of the season? I think fourth. I thought he had three before this and Perez had two. I'm not yeah, sure, but I thought I think it's his fourth. That's probably right. Listen, yeah, I might, four my wins. My four long wins shot and... pick of our of Alonso, you know, he got second place. He was like, you know, twenty eight seconds behind. You know, before before you guys left me, uh, Verstappen, because I picked last last week, I had assumed that Verstappen wasn't going to be left on the table. I was actually thinking of Alonso on that one, but uh, you guys left Verstappen there for me, and I was like, "Well, I can't, I can't just leave Verstappen with nobody to pick him here." No, can't can't blame me there. All right, we have uh, another member of the Run On Scuffs team joining us here, Mr. Mike Daphner. How are you doing tonight, sir? <laughs> As you can see by my title, pretty darn good. Hooray, sorry, Byron so- didn't win. That's, uh, sorry I'm late. I was too busy celebrating that we have a, a winner other than a Hendrick driver. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I was thinking it should be uh, Hooray Hendrick didn't win because, my gosh, they have... Hendrick has seems seems to have pulled away from for the season just about. How about Chris Busher? He got a stage win earlier uh, in stage one. That'll be really uh, really good for him. He's right on the on the border of making it or not. So if he can make it into the playoffs. You muted yourself yeah. again, Justin. I don't know what happened, bud. Uh, I've got the the place that I have my cord plugged into is kind of loose, so that's that's why it keeps coming undone. But I was, I actually noticed it a little uh, quicker that time. So. There, I fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> See, these are the things that we can do when we don't have either here. We can't. I mean, we can say "Hooray, Hamlet didn't win," and we can say "Hooray, Hendrick didn't win." And not only that, but we can also we can also say yeah 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 Chase Elliott wrecked Hamlin. I'm not even gonna argue that. Oh yeah, yeah, that was uh, honestly in the group chat. Zach didn't argue it. I think it's more because he didn't see it live and he was working. But obviously, our other group chat that we're in that was definitely being argued. Um, Yeah. Hello, Tommy. We see yeah, you I don't, in the comments. Uh, yeah. I don't know if Zach Williams is still in the comments, but Tommy Williams is. He's uh, saying hello. Uh, happy Memorial Day to everybody. We hope everyone's having a safe and happy holiday. Uh, right now, we're just kind of chilling and waiting for this Xfinity race to, to get back started. We've still got about 30 minutes or so on the on the show, so hopefully we can get a little bit of live commentary going for the Xfinity race. That'll be fun. Um I'm trying to think of anything else that we uh, that we might have missed on. We can uh, talk about the Indy race. We, we talked about F1 and Verstappen winning. We we um, did. Uh, did anybody pick Newgarden? I don't remember. I know who I picked. I, but I don't remember who picked who. I picked the uh, Rosenquist. I um, think I might have. 
this is why we need somebody to write stuff down when we do our picks. <laughs> you know, I always intend I always intend to, and I forget. Uh, I feel like somebody picked Marcus good? Erickson. Yeah, man, he was not happy about the. Uh, he was not happy about that with uh, the late race caution that they the, had. I'm about to say coming. there's there's a question we can we can also mention because that was a different conversation in a different group chat that I'm in. Should they have? pulled the red flag and, and set it up for a one lap shootout or just ended under caution and call it a day. I mean, I guess I think of it from a NASCAR perspective, like, and I, I really appreciate, I'm glad obviously that they, I don't know. I respect that they at least tried to finish it under green. Um, and I get that Marcus Erickson's upset, but on the other hand, if Marcus Erickson had been able to hold off Newgarden, he wouldn't have cared. So, I mean, you know, it's kind of a situational kind of thing. But <laughs> Zach, Zach's trying to start a fight here, and he ain't gonna okay, like so it. Okay, so we're gonna have a we're gonna have a triple threat, uh, Dan, in the in the backyard with the goats. Listen, you be the announcer; I'll be the ref. Uh, okay, that, that'll, that'll work. <laughs> now, uh, see, that's not fair. Justin has to be the ref. We can't have a Florida man refing for another Florida man. This just ain't fair. fair. Fair enough. I'll be the announcer. I mean, I, I can, I'm, I'm, I'm technically the, the promoter, so I mean, call me Vince. Well, I mean, if you're the if you're the promoter, then it makes sense that you would announce. Like, you know, you have to you have to showcase your product. Man. Yeah, call me Vince, guys. Call me Vince. It's okay. <laughs> Daddy Vince. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, are you still in the comments? Because that because <laughs> that that'll get you on that one. But um, Arvik had a good run going uh, in the Coke Six Hundred too. He wasn't able to to close it out and get the win, but uh, still a good run for for Harvick. All of Stuart Haas Racing was doing really really rough in the early parts of the race, and then they some of them were able to come around. Peyton Laura, I know she's happy. She said, literally started crying when Blaney, Blaney uh, won it. Um, I even had a tear in my eye. I'm like, finally, he gets another one. You know, Blaney's a very popular guy. I think it's one of those you don't really get to. You're not really upset to see him win. Uh, he's a he's a special driver, and I think again, kind of like Dan, you and I were talking earlier. I think everybody knows he can win. Uh, it's just being able to get there and, and get it done. So good job for Blaney. And again, I think this is going to, I think this is going to kickstart him into a, a pretty good run uh, of finishes here. Yeah. I, I was always with... a fan of his dad. So I like, I I remember whenever I first really got into NASCAR, he was driving the 77 for Jasper and I loved that. Good car. old Dave. Dave yeah. Blaney for who didn't the... love Dave Blaney. I mean, right. come on. I mean, Dave... he's from Ohio, so I'm not gonna hate on him. Dave Blaney for the 2020, uh, or sorry, the uh, 2012 Daytona 500. Listen, I was so upset about that race. <laughs> I wanted him to win so I can bet up. Oh, I'm always a fan of the underdogs, and I was like, oh, he's got it, he's got it. And they're like, nope, we're gonna call it go back green. I'm like, ah, maybe you guys already so talked upset. about this before I got here, but uh. How about Kyle Busch spinning out and then just like driving a half a lap backwards and then spinning it around? 
You know, we we actually didn't talk about that. But yeah. That was uh, Kyle Busch got spun and literally like drove backwards all the way through three and four, and then spun it around and went into the pits. How early in the well, race was, was that? Because I don't remember. I think that. it was stage one. Might have been stage two. Uh, I made because I know I got a I got a shower during stage one because I was dirty and gross from being outside. Yeah, it was pretty so early because I mean because Kyle was able to drive back up and and finish uh, up in the up in the top five, top ten, I think. Zach, you put too many words. Um, in yeah, top that. six. He got six. You, you put yeah. too many words in that uh, that little comment there, Zach. You you could take one of those words out and you'd be good. Uh, Zach. Mm-hmm. No. Talent wise. No. No. <laughs> Talent wise. No. We can't. No. We're not comparing Kyle Bush to to Tomater. Don't Zach, don't ever make that comparison again. I think it's a great comparison, but that's that just is me. No. He's not country Absolutely. enough to be Tomater. No. You don't have an accent. You don't ever. Yeah. You have lost the right to call yourself a southerner for the week. Zach. Do we even really have any good old country boys left in NASCAR? Harvick would I? I feel like up there, but I feel like Austin Dillon maybe. Like, well, no, I don't know. I'm trying to think, and maybe I mean, Ross Chastain's yeah, he, he's a he's a farmer yeah. from Florida. Um, I mean, Stenhouse, he's from Mississippi. Um, other than Stenhouse, that, I don't really think we we've got any good old country boys where's, left. Where's I mean, I think Trix would be close because literally if and and Trix will tell you this himself, if he was not racing, he'd literally be out fishing somewhere every day. Like, like can we call day, Bubba so. Wallace good old country boy? Uh no. I don't think I mean, he's so. No, I think I mean, yeah. That's a that's a good question. Was who was the last uh Dale Jr. maybe? Was he like the the last true Country boy, what about I'm, Brad K? Is he? I mean, I mean, he's from Michigan. Yeah. Eric Jones. Did anybody else see uh, in the in the early uh, portions of the uh, Xfinity race that literally like Jeffrey Earnhardt almost looked like Dale Earnhardt made over? Like oh he no, had, he's always looked like his granddad. He he had like the Earnhardt mustache, like. Yeah, he, he well. So, Carrie, you unplugged yourself again, Justin. Carrie has always looked more like Dale than than Junior has. Um, but to me, Jeffrey's always looked more like Dale than even Carrie. I can't. Okay, <laughs> so I just heard like claps of stuff like outside my house and i was trying to figure out if it was thunder or fireworks and i determined that it was fireworks so it usually is remember. it's memorial day <laughs> sorry my neighborhood it's gunshots or fireworks <laughs> i used to have to play that game and then i moved <laughs> last night was definitely fireworks let's Tonight see was probably no. was probably gunshots i'm, I'm looking uh, and i'm not i mean I, I went too many i went through the cup drivers honestly i think Eric Jones kind of gives that vibe. Um, and that's really it as far I as I could probably say Boyer was probably the last one. 
Oh yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah boy. I mean, he's yeah, from Tan from Emporia, Kansas. Yeah. You don't get much more country than that. What, what about Aust like a what about Austin like a Michael Hill. McDowell? McDowell's from Phoenix. Yeah. So yeah. Austin, Austin Hill. Hill. Austin Hill. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Mama Seeker, I see you in the comments. Uh, she said it's it's nice. I assume uh, talking about Blaney's win. Um, uh, Mama Seeker is currently on vacation in. Uh, Closer to you, she's closer to you than she is me, Dan. So. I know, I know. I thought, I thought about trying to surprise her and going up there, but I don't, I don't think it's going to work out for me. Uh, well, it wouldn't be a surprise now. She, if she's watching. <laughs> Listen, if I message you for the address to their hotel, just let me know, Justin, and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll give they you a hit us. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I know that today they they went and visited. Hold on, they she maybe she don't want you knowing what 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 maybe she doesn't want the world knowing what town she's in. Justin, shh. Well, she said it was out in the boonies. Uh, this is this was a probably if it's where I think it if it's near where I think it is. No, they they were up in uh, Andersonville, Georgia, around the an old prison up there. That that was so it's a it's a public uh, public place, public venue. It's closed now, and they're not there, so. You want to put my shit? Uh, Zach just sent that to our uh, group chat. Uh, I thought that was uh, pretty funny. Zach, you're always trying to find a way to blame it on Chastain. Look, this time it was Chase's <laughs> fault. You got to just accept that. It really was. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't make Chase a bad driver, but this time it was his fault. Jeb Burton's another option for the for that country boy. I mean, come on, he's from Virginia, and his daddy, you can't understand a word he says. <laughs> well, <That's true>. yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Clements, he's from South Carolina. Okay, so we got in the lower um, series, we've got at least yeah. some good old country and, and Xfinity boys series. You got some with Josh Williams too. Our good friend Tom Willoughby wow. giving us a fun fact about the the Blaney family here. It's Long Dale comments. Blaney. His uncle Dale Blaney was a basketball player for West Virginia University before he became a big-time sprint car driver. Uh, even got drafted by the Lakers and played a year or two in the NBA. Uh, you know, it just—I see all these families that have like sports success or, or other forms of success, and then I—it's like you can't even you, you have all the success spread across a few families, and the rest of us are just here trying to. Trying to chat on a stream yard about the Coke <laughs> Six Hundred, <laughs> just trying to make it in this in this world. But ultimately, there's a there's probably nowhere I'd rather be on a on a Memorial Day night. <clears throat> I need to check the NASCAR speaking of a Mormon about this race. <laughs> speaking of uh, of Memorial Day. Uh, we're into our pretty well into our stream now, and before we get going on this uh, Xfinity race, uh, I wanted to uh, to take a moment here and just give a quick uh, moment of silence. Uh, and I figured out a way for us to do this uh, and make it somewhat NASCAR themed. There were 37 entries in the Cup race today, and that means that there were 37 uh, memorials across the windshield banners. And I thought it would be kind of fitting for us if we were to do a 37-second moment of silence uh, on air. 
uh, to honor those driver, uh, those uh, men and women, as well as the other men and women who have paid the ultimate sacrifice today. So uh, for the next 37 seconds, um, your screen is going to go black. We're going to, to take all of us off the screen here, and uh, we're just going to pay a quick tribute uh, to everybody uh, who's given their ultimate sacrifice defending our freedom. So we're going to start that now. Thank you all for participating in that, oh. and uh, we appreciate it for tuning in as well. Um, this is always a special holiday, and you know it's always nice to get a three-day weekend. But it's uh, you know it's always important for us to to pay respect and uh, and understand why we get a three-day weekend here in May. Um, and again, if you have family or friends who have served, uh, we thank them for for their service. Uh, our own Zach Williams has served. Uh, so we appreciate him and and certainly those on this Memorial Day who have given the ultimate sacrifice. <clears throat> but uh, without further ado, we did get a couple other comments uh, from Tom said, Tyler Carpenter has run two truck races, both on dirt, and you can't get more country boy than that. Uh, you know, Matt Nicholson, uh, you know, he's close with uh, Brett Holmes. He's uh, down from that down in Alabama. If we're getting into some of the lower series. Driver. So there's still some good old country boys uh, and girls down in the uh, lower series. For and sure. actually, I might even have to add Ryan Blaney to that list. I mean, he's from a town of like 2,100 people in far rural northeast Ohio. So, and we all know he loves beer. Well, who does? That is true. <laughs> that is that is very true. Can you call someone a? a like a true country boy though, who's dressed up as princess Leia for Halloween. Yes. Absolutely. I mean... <laughs> as a star Wars fan, Justin, you should be at least promoting I'm, that. I mean, no, I'm not. I mean, I, I'm perfectly fine with it. I just don't know if I see many, uh, many country boys going, and, I mean, and doing that. Do we need to pull up the Halloween costume of Tony Stewart from about 10, 15 years ago? This is true. <laughs> I mean, at least Blaney had the body for it. <laughs> I think it made it funnier that Tony didn't no have the body for that, it. That, that, is, that is true. That is true. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I think that made it even better. But... It's been a fun evening. Uh, while we're waiting for the Xfinity series to, to get going, we, uh, we do have to talk a little bit about next week because – uh, we, as competitive as we are, we have to, we have to get our picks in for, for next week's. Uh, oh, that's races. right. There's a race next weekend. <laughs> I know. I know. You... My 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 brain is not here tonight, guys. Uh, look, I I know it's tough, but we we do have races uh, coming up. We've got. 
We have the Portland uh, race for the Xfinity Series. Uh, and then, of course, the Truck Series and uh, the Cup Series are both uh, in St. Louis at Worldwide Technology Raceway or Gateway for those of us who uh, who still remember it being called that. We'll uh, or, the gateway. or those of us who uh, still play NASCAR Heat 4. So, um, Don't judge. Yeah. But uh, so we'll go ahead and get uh, your picks uh, for that. And Dan, we'll go ahead and start with you uh, while we're waiting on this Xfinity series. Let's start with the Xfinity series uh, and get picks for Portland. And then you can give your truck and cup pick for Gateway. Um, I feel like with Xfinity, and I'd, I'd, I'd have to see who's in what cars this weekend, but um. I, I feel like at any any track you go to, there's 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 going to be a five or six cars or teams that are going to be competitive at every race. Um, I'm trying to pull up and see who's in the ten car because I really think the ten car is going to be the car to beat if it's who I think it is. <sighs> I can't remember who it is. Um, but I'm I'm going to go with the ten car. I'm trying to think of the name. Hang on. Um, for Xfinity, I'm going to go with the ten car for trucks. Um. I'm going to go with Grant Enfinger. I don't know why. Uh, I just feel like Gateway's always been a, a decent track for him. Um, and I feel like that's a, a, a track that is fairly competitive across the board. Um, and for Cup, I'm going to go with Ross Chastain. Uh, I just I think it's it's been a while since he's been in victory lane. He's been competitive. Um, and, hey, he might, he might try something crazy on the last lap. So after all the uh... – after everything that he had uh, happened to him at Gateway last year, you're going to pick Chastain to win. Coming back Coming. for vengeance. Well, you know, last uh, last year, Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott teamed up against Ross, uh, and this year, I don't think we're going to get that. <laughs> no, I, I don't think uh, this this year they may be going to Gateway against each other. So, uh, Mike, what say you uh, with your picks for? For Portland uh, for the Xfinity Series and then That's Gateway for Cup and Truck. Xfinity. Sorry, just real quick. Jordan Taylor is in the 10 car. Sorry, Jordan Taylor. Mm. Xfinity is going to be a crapshoot. Give me Justin Allgaier. Um, for Trucks at Gateway, give me Sheldon Creed. They've been there three. He's been there three times and won two of them. And then pick him till he wins. Kevin Harvick and Cup. <laughs> I, he, if if it works it works uh finally get uh getting some xfinity coverage on fs2 for uh for the remainder of the charlotte night of uh, real quick my picks for uh for portland i'm gonna say i'm gonna go with chandler smith i think chandler smith gets uh gets uh i think that colleague he's gonna be around jordan taylor so they're going to be able to get some uh, some information off of him, uh, and I think the sixteen will. You know, we know it has a good mojo with AJ Allmendinger uh, being in that car last year. So uh, for Gateway for trucks, I'm going to go. I don't know. I'm I'm going to go with uh, another veteran. I'm going to go with Matt Crafton. I think. Uh, Experience is going to pay off here at Gateway, especially in the truck series. And I'm uh, I'm going to say Matt Crafton. And uh, as far as Cup Series goes, 
I don't know. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Christopher Bell, uh, and I'm gonna pick him two weeks in a row. I know I had him for the Coke 600 tonight, but uh, another track that's very similar to Gateway is New Hampshire. It's a short flat track. We know Christopher De- Christopher Bell is always one to beat at New Hampshire, and I think uh, Gateway is going to be pretty very similar to that. And I think Christopher Bell gets it done. Uh, and we finally have cars on track. Uh, here for the Xfinity Series in Charlotte, so we're going to get our last ten minutes of our of our show here is going to be us kind of kind of commentating. And Dan, uh, you and I have already talked about this. Uh, Dan's watching, I'm watching. So if you guys see us staring off into the abyss, that's what we're doing. Mike, I don't know if you have your screen close, but I do not. But I want to actually get to the. Uh... Fan NASCAR fantasy live before we go and do that, just to take care of that. Oh, pretty sure, oh, yeah. tra- pretty sure I, I was trashing that this two week. weeks in a row. <laughs> pretty sure I was trashing well, it this, was, this week. Uh... And then, so that's this week. You got just so Dan you know, Mike, with... Mike wouldn't have cared as much about it if he didn't win. No, I still would have cared, but uh, Dan <laughs> finished ninth. It looks like our good friend, the setup man, finished 11th. Justin finished sixth, and then Zach finished third. And I think ZRB 12 is Zachary Bell. Yeah, yeah, that's so that's he sad. finished fifth. And then here are the overall standings. Oh, Zach with... beat me by I don't know if the overall has updated yet, has it? I'm not certain. It usually updates like a day after. That was why. Okay. Was, that was why I was. Yeah, Zach beat you by a point. But if it has updated, point. here it is. I'm up to fifth. You got Justin in fourth, and then I think Zach I moved Thomas up to eighth. And, or Zach Williams in first. Yeah, Dan's up to eighth, and Zach Bell's in sixth. Yeah, as always, if you guys want to. Uh, if you guys want to join us for Where's that. Where's Ryan tonight? I just realized Ryan has not been on here at all. I know. Ryan's he's weird. probably he he he's probably drunk somewhere. He's he's out on the lake somewhere and, and we just have to live without our our famous Ryan Hill. Uh, Please, tonight. unless it's Lake Erie, we ain't got lakes in Ohio, okay? We have reservoirs. <laughs> Look, anything hey, we, we shall have anything lakes, okay? Can be, we just have the ocean and rivers. Anything can be a lake. Buckeye Lake, but that's about it. Anything can be a lake if you have a cold enough beer. Like, <laughs> that's that true. true. And like I was saying the other day, so. in Florida, we, we don't go in the water because you either have sharks if it's salt water and gators if it's fresh. So good luck. Have fun. Or you know, you guys you wrestle those. I mean, we do. <laughs> yes, but then you, but then you wrestle the sharks, you wrestle the gators, everything's going swell, and then the floating fire ants show up out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> And then you're just done. The the fact that I was actually able to find those this week after talking about that in our group chat. Yes, in case y'all didn't know, fire ants, if it floods in their area, they will stick together and form a raft to keep the queen afloat. And then once the water resides enough, then they, hey, they go and they find dry land and they build another colony. And I happened to have one in my backyard after all this rain that we had this past week and was able to sit in a group chat. It was great. Uh, that's just <laughs> utterly ridiculous. You want to talk about things that should not exist. Floating fire ants is definitely at least top five. There's so many things in Florida that can kill you. <laughs> not a, every, 
and don't get me wrong, everything can't kill you, but everything wants to. That is Florida true. is the Australia of the United States. No, no, no. Australia is the Florida of the world. Oh, get it right. <laughs> it's in that south. It's in that far southeastern part of the world too. It. Uh, yeah. So we we uh, have uh, uh, pit stops here after the uh, the rain delay red flag or cup yeah. race red flag whatever you want to call it. What you know they they pretty much pause the race for the for the cup race. Ty Gibbs um, is going to win the race off pit road with a pretty pretty easy uh, margin there. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say Nemechek might have had a chance, but he didn't get out of there fast enough. But Nemechek comes off in second, looks like. Well, my TV ain't near me, but my phone is. But it's kind of low on battery, so we'll see if it makes it. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, it looks like we're going to go back green with what fifty three, probably fifty four. Once they get yeah, everything back. Probably... Probably somewhere with probably 145 or 146 to go. Uh, we're still in stage two for the Xfinity race. How about Natalie Decker? She's up to 12th in the uh, SS Greenlight car. Uh, How about to say, man, you must be ahead of mine or something because mine didn't have the, <laughs> the standings on. Yeah, the I when you said that. Yeah, mine's. I, I've I've got mine looking up. Uh, Carson Hosovar is running top five. Hosovar has done really well in the Xfinity series the last few races. He's and I, I didn't yeah, see man. the the rain flag uh, entertainment that they were doing on TV, but apparently he hijacked the show um, and went and interviewed a couple Xfinity drivers himself. Which, knowing Carson Hosovar, that sounds something he would do. So, <laughs> our fans probably. I'm pretty sure us. the hat he was wearing he got in Talladega last year. So, listen, I, I'm glad he has a trademark because he. I mean, granted, he's got the one win now, but. A lot of people don't always think or consider the drivers who aren't winning every race um, as fan favorites, but I, I like his little hat game that he does. We're in a different hat pretty much every race. Our um, fans probably won't get this reference, but how about Dan Sun in second? That's right. John Hunter <laughs> Nemechek. For those who don't know, when we play NASCAR Heat together, I'm usually running as Joe Nemechek because he was my driver for the longest before he basically quit racing in the in the Cup Series. And so whenever we play, John Hunter Nemechek is my son in the game. So we'll get near him and Dan will be like, don't touch my son. Don't wreck my son. <laughs> More often than not, he gets wrecked. So. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I'm <laughs> so. like, he's also driving the 38 for front row in this race or in this game. So it's not like, you know, he's not running Gibbs equipment. All guy are up to fourth. I think I picked him this week. So yeah, he's uh he's doing pretty well. We've got Sheldon Creed. It looks like Sheldon Creed's in fifth. I'm not sure where host of our. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be interesting because these cars were uh, were set up for the daytime. The Xfinity cars were not set up for for nighttime racing. Well, not only um, that, but your leader has got to be freaking exhausted. He's young. He's fine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's got plenty of monster <laughs> energy in case he doesn't. Yeah, I'd like he... to. I'd like to point out though that uh, <laughs> there there's currently two drivers uh, in this race that are running the the 900 miles tonight. Ty Gibbs is one of them. He's leading Justin Haley in the 10 is the other. He's filling in for what was supposed to be Kyle Busch. And during the rain delay earlier during the Xfinity coverage, Justin Haley said, I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also so I'm here. So I don't get fined. That was you know how that they'll say, like, I think Tony Stewart said it on the broadcast earlier when he would run both the Indy 500 and when he ran both the Indy 500 and the Charlotte, 
and the Coke 600, he had, he came down and got an IV of like nutrients and stuff. I'm like, Ty Gibbs probably got an, an IV of monster before this race. He Except just he got the, it in the car with him. Well, if there was a, if there was a camera around, he had the monster energy, the, the cup he was, or the, or the can that he was drinking out of. Yeah. Right like I gotta give it to 56. I gotta give it to Ty Gibbs. He is incredible at selling sponsorship. Like he mm -hmm. he actively tries to sell his sponsor. Yeah, and also that the last name doesn't just, hurt. I about to say he grew up it looks like we're he grew up being told how to do it. So I mean yeah. if, if he can't if if Gibbs can't sell sponsorship, which is one of the things that boggled my mind with uh, Kyle Bush not being re-signed. Like, how can you not sell sponsorship for Kyle Bush and then Childress is over here like every race is a different sponsor on the car? Yeah. <laughs> so we, we've we come to the choose rule here for the Xfinity series. Uh, Ty Gibbs takes the uh, Ty Gibbs takes the outside. John Hunter and Daniel Hemrick both go to the inside and allow Augur, Justin, yeah. Justin Allgaier to get the outside. So both children's uh, cars are going to start uh, on, the, on the outside of four and five. With Creed yeah. and Hill. Yeah. Uh, do you guys think the outside works as well as it did in the cup race? Or, oh, or I do you see the inside work? Uh, I think I think the outside is going to be the way to go. Um, I was kind of shocked that Hemrick decided to go to the inside. He had that third uh, that third pick there. Uh, he decided to follow him uh, Nemechek down to the inside. Well, I mean, what was it, Darlington? If you're if you restart on the inside, you at least have the choice. No. If you start on the outside, you're basically just playing chance, and hopefully they don't run you up out. Which, granted, this is still early in the race, um, but personally, anytime I get a chance, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that inside, um, just because I don't want them barreling in there underneath me if they don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a high heart rate for Sammy Smith, like 135. I feel like that's a, a, a pretty high number for especially someone his age. Um, but then again, you know, the other ones that we normally see is like Harvick and Brad Kay, who, who've been doing it for 20 years, and they're used to this. This is their, their yeah. day to day. I wonder what the Xfinity drivers have been able to do in their free time while they're waiting for the 600. Of course, we know obviously Hopefully Ty took Gibson, a nap. Because uh, I know Brad Kay, when he was talking about with the rain delay, really all you have time to do is eat uh, when you're. Oh, Riley Herbst did not get a good so, restart. Um, he kind of stacked up the middle there a bit. No, he doesn't. We we all know how we uh how we like to keep an eye on Riley Herbst, especially for Zach Bell. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, that's like his a, favorite. Yeah. Ooh, Justin Allgaier battling. Is the twenty one smoking on the inside, or was that just like some I quick drive? Don't or believe so. He's Look. cleared now from it. When, oh when no, there I that smoke was coming out of out of the tailpipe. I just saw. Oh Daniel, no, no, that's Daniel the, 10, or the yeah, the eleven. That is, uh, yeah, that was. Yeah, Daniel it's Hemrick. blowing up. So definitely an issue for Hemrick. Uh, he's currently running fourth right now. We'll see if he can. It, no, it, it's a tire rub because it's only doing it in the corner. It's a tire rub. It's a left rear tire rub. That is not good for Hemrick. Did he get some contact on that restart? Maybe. Lost I, I mean, th there's definitely some damage around that right that or that left rear. Um, it looks like the whole fender's kind of bent in around the tire. It's 
it's smoking pretty bad through the corner. It's going to blow if he's not careful. I would, I mean, it's still early in the race, 30 to go in this uh, stage. I'd probably go. Oh, looks like the 10 smoking too, though. Yeah, I'm starting to wonder if those uh -oh. two got together somehow. I mean, they're, they're teammates. Justin Haley, look, Justin Haley was trying to figure out a way to, <laughs> to, not, have to, to, race. to not have to run this, the, the rest of it. Kind of like so. Christopher Bell in the cup race. It seemed like he just wanted to go home after all of his incidents. <laughs> there's there's definitely, some, well, I, th I think the 11 may have quit smoking. I haven't seen much smoke out of him, but the 10 well, definitely smoking at the moment. We'll see here in the corner. Okay, here's the 11. A hammer. Yeah, it looks like he's stopped. Yeah, it seems to be okay. Uh, he actually made it around Justin Allgaier for third. So, uh, Hemrick's obviously whatever it is. It's not worried. There's still a little bit. I about to say there was a puff. There was a small puff of smoke, but not much. Looks like it might be yeah, wearing there off was the tire. There's a little bit. Yeah, a little bit coming off on that one. But uh, Josh Berry is up to 13th. I know that was. Uh, I believe that was Zach Bell's pick uh, for this Xfinity race. Uh, Ty Gibbs and John Hunter currently lead a Joe Gibbs Racing 1-2 uh, right now. Sammy Smith is also in the top 10 for Joe Gibbs Racing. He's in ninth. How about uh, Carson Ho so far, though? This is Spire's first Xfinity Series race. They were going to try to run um, a race earlier this season. I think it was Darlington, but because of the forecast and the weather that weekend, they went ahead and postponed that until this weekend. Um, and he's running in 15th right now. I mean, for... I thought Hosevar did run Darlington. Did I don't believe so. What I, I the whatever race it was, they postponed it. His first race. I know he was it. in. Yeah, uh, he did run Darlington though. I think because I remember. It, let me let me check myself here. Check yourself before you. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to give my. I don't want to give myself any. Uh, yeah, Hosevar uh, did run the 77. He finished sixth at. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I do know what you were talking about, though. There was a race that they were planning on running. Maybe Martinsville? I think Martinsville uh, had rain. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's on pit road and. Hamrick's yeah. pitting. That, might, that tire may have went, went down, but. Well, and it may be one of those that they just don't want to risk it. They'd rather bring it down pit road. I don't blame him. It's early enough. Actually, it's like you're not going to have a lot of computer. cars. You're not going to have a lot of cars going a lap down. It doesn't look like before the stage is over. So he's going to be fast enough. He should be able to at least stay within distance of the leader. Uh, Mike, you have a question from our, our friend Logan Morris. Do you still think that Harvick is going to uh, win this season? Oh, absolutely. We still got Pocono, okay? Like, I have uh, a question for you, Logan. Do you think Legacy is going to win this season? Now that was after today, boy, that's a long shot. Wow, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how on consecutive laps both drivers hit hit the exact same piece of debris and punched a hole in both <laughs> radiators. Sounds like somebody installed a self destruct button on the radiator. That's no, what no, I no. hear. That's just God. That's saying get off the track. <laughs> That's fair. SHR is in rough shape, Logan says. Okay. Uh, I mean, they, they were, were able to... They were salvaged. They salvaged today pretty well. And SHR is... I mean, 
it's weird because I think you almost have to separate Kevin Harvick from the rest of SHR because, I mean, before tonight, I mean, Kevin Harvick is was third in points. I mean, you know, and I, I don't expect that to change uh, greatly uh, throughout the night with uh, Christopher Bell and Denny Hamlin having rough nights, uh, and Harvick did better than Chastain. So, I mean, Harvick is – is in good is in good shape, I think. Uh, especially as far as the playoff run goes. Now, if we see a season where we have, you know, sixteen different winners like we did last year, uh, sixteen or seventeen, we may be in trouble. But um, I don't see any reason why Kevin Harvick can't make it to the playoffs, and I think that uh, I think he can win. I mean. You got to think, Logan. Uh, it was Michigan when Kevin Harvey got his first win last year, and then he ended up going back to back. So, yeah, I mean, I, I do, I do have to agree. Like SHR is not where they were last year, year before last, as far as the competitiveness. Um, but. Well, I mean, like you said, Harvick's kind of in his class of his own over at that team, anyways. I don't know if that's as much Harvick as as Harvick and Childers together. Um, but even Almarola's obviously fallen off from last season or season before last. So, uh, yeah, I think overall the teams, you know, they, they have to improve, but I still think Harvick, I mean, he's showing he's consistent. He's still fast. Uh, granted tonight, the results for him wasn't, you know, what they should have been. If you really look at where he ran most of the race, but, um, I think overall that, he still has a very good shot of getting a win this season before well, the uh, season's over. Well, not only that, but you want to talk about SHR is in rough shape. I mean, like Justin said before tonight, Harvick was third in points. Briscoe was 16th. Almarola was tied with Eric Jones for 25th. And then Ryan Priest was 29th. So you really want to talk about uh team's not doing so well there. Uh, Let's just let's discuss that nice little legacy motor club there. Well, and I mean, I get what Logan's saying. I think a lot of people put Stuart Haas on a higher pedestal than legacy motor club anyway, but a lot of that is because of Kevin Harvick. I mean, if you look at last year, uh, besides if you take away Phoenix last year and Chase Briscoe's win at this point in the season, Stuart Haas racing wasn't looking much better last year either. Um, yeah. Obviously, like I said, Briscoe was able to get that win. Briscoe was not in a very high points position. Um, and then Al Marola and Cole Custer were were down in, in points as well. So, I mean, I think you kind of have to look at it relatively. Um, <clears throat> I was uh, Logan says uh, he wasn't suggesting that Harvey can't win, just checking Mike's level of optimism. Uh, <laughs> I'll trust everybody. The optimism's still there, and it will be until Phoenix, I'm telling you. Well, uh, and two speaking, of them. Speaking of which, Phoenix, arguably one of Harvick's best tracks, is at the end of the year. So until that race happens, I think it was his best track before they reconfigured. Though, like now they've reconfigured, That's it's fair. just it's it's just literally hot garbage for all drivers included. Yeah, that's fair. We do not want a championship race, in Phoenix. Please, well, agreed, but. I mean, I'm perfectly fine with it going back to Homestead. That was always my my favorite go-to. Um, but I'm okay with 
possible other tracks. Just not just, Phoenix, please. Just not Phoenix. <laughs> Listen, I mean, yes, I know it's... I mean, how many years have they been running on the reconfigure now? What, like seven? Four, five? Five, somewhere, least. six, somewhere in there. And I mean, if you look at the uh, stats at it, Harvick still has an 8.6 average finish. The next closest is Kyle Busch with a 10.6. And Harvick has never DNF'd at that track. And Harvick, uh, even earlier this year, was able to get uh, uh, fifth. Uh, and he was yep. actually, and and it, let's be completely fair here to, to Mike and to Kevin Harvick. Uh, if it was not for that late race caution, I believe that race was Kevin Harvick's to win. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, um. Anyways, that's going to be rough time we have. Before we go, we're going to give you a quick rundown on how the Xfinity race is going. I know we've kind of we've kind of hit our time limit on the show. Uh, Ty Gibbs is has a pretty uh, steady lead over his teammate John Hunter with a, about a second and a half lead uh, with 15 to go in stage two. Justin Algar runs third, Austin Hill fourth, Sheldon Creed uh, fifth. Good run for the RCR guys. Chandler Smith in sixth, Sam Mayer seventh, Carson Hosevar runs eighth. Brandon Jones, ninth, and Josh Berry has found his way into the top ten. And just for Zachary Bell, Riley Hertz is running in 12th, uh, right in front of his Stuart Hoff's teammate, Cole Custer. Um, we appreciate everybody for tuning in. Again, we hope everybody has a great Memorial Day week. Uh, we hope they've had a great weekend. Be sure to like and subscribe if you're on uh, YouTube, if you're on Facebook. Be sure to like our page and follow us. And uh, we... <clears throat> want you to continue commenting your thoughts down below. We appreciate you guys, and we hope you guys uh, check out our website as well. Audio versions of this podcast can be found on all of the platforms listed uh, listed below, and I cannot speak. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we appreciate everybody. Let's go ahead and get our final comments. Uh, Mike, you kind of showed up a, a little later, but we're glad you were able to show up. Uh, do you have any final comments for the evening? Once again, I'm just happy Hendrick didn't win today. I'm going to go to bed, got to drop my car off at the dealership early in the morning for some work, and then race hail, praise Dale. I mean, that's all it is to it. Looking forward to the short work week. <laughs> and yeah, well, bless our fallen heroes yeah absolutely we got a got a long weekend short work week so it should be uh back to the grind on tuesday dan i know you're getting up early tomorrow uh so uh what are your final comments uh no i think it was a a, a good weekend of racing uh, i enjoyed the indy 500 the bits and pieces i saw of it i didn't get to see all of it um, but, uh, Monaco was a bit of a snooze, unfortunately, kind of single file of all the leader in, in the rain. Um, but I felt the race today was, was a good race and the Xfinity race seems to be, uh, going to be a, a decent race as well here. Uh, got 10 to go in stage two, basically. Um, but, um, no, as always, thank you for hanging out with us guy, uh, guys, and we'll hope to see you again next two next Monday night. Sorry. Um, and you know, with every Memorial day, uh, holiday i always like to you know make sure we thank those you know who gave their 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 ultimate you know sacrifice so um those families also you know i i, I work with the government i work for the military um and um i i thank the men and women every day when i see them for their for their service um and 
you know, unfortunately there's, there's a few that don't come home all the time. So uh, those families are always the ones that I'm, I'm uh, thankful for on this holiday weekend. So thank you again, as always for tuning in and hanging out with us and uh, hope to see you guys again next Monday. Yeah, absolutely. We're uh, glad to have everybody here with us. We, again, we thank you for tuning in. And of course, like Dan said, and Mike said, uh, we appreciate all the, uh, the men and women who have, uh, who served this country and uh, certainly those who have made the ultimate sacrifice that we uh, we remember here on Memorial Day. So we thank you all for that. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank you all for, for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate uh, all the support that you guys give us. And uh, we'll see you next week on Running on Scuffs to cover some Gateway. So uh, we'll see you guys next week.